Hello and welcome to the VBCOA podcast, a Building Code Geeks podcast. I'm Christina Jackson, your host and VBCOA education chair. And with me on today's podcast is a very special podcast where I'm in interviewing Mr. Alan Boswell, Director of Building and Inspections with Tuscaloosa, Alabama, and an ICC Board of Director member. How are you doing? Doing good. A big roll tide. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a Buckeye fan, so I'm not going to take offense to that. <laughs> all right, Alan, so first of all, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and how long have you been in the cold profession? I've been in the coding profession 24 years, but uh, my whole life I've been in the construction industry in some fashion or form. So, you know, there's over 40, 45 years of being related. Mm -hmm. Uh, Started out uh, in the electrical field, uh, electrician, uh, licensed electrician, uh, done electrical contracting. Also, I've been an instructor for 10 years at night, taught... uh, Electrical apprenticeship program okay. for the uh, state of Alabama, and uh, I've uh, worked in construction sales for about thirteen and a half years. Uh, that was one side of the uh, industry that was very interesting. A lot of travel. About that time, I had a lot. Of, you know, my kids came along, and the travel. I wanted to stay home, be a little bit more, and the next step was. Uh, I moved into the code profession. Okay. And so how did that come about? Was it someone talked to you and saw that, you know, you may be interested in this career, or was it just you were just tired of traveling and you needed something well, different? Well, actually, uh, when you're an outside salesman and, and doing that kind of work, you meet a lot of people mm-hmm. that's in construction. And uh, I got to know a lot of people, a lot of the stakeholders in our town and when this position came open, it was actually the assistant building official okay. position that I applied for. And and they thought that I would be a great person for that because I've worked with them all, all those years, you know, in the field. Mm-hmm. And they said, you'd be good at that. And so I applied for it. They knew I wanted to come back home and cut down on some of the traveling on that. So I did, and I got the job. And uh, I was the assistant building official for about nine years. And then after that came chief building official, which the job title changed to director of building inspections. Mm-hmm. On that. So very pleased with how things have turned out. So how, what else did that require for you to do? Did you have to get certifications? Did you have to study the books? You know, from electrical sales to building official, now probably in charge of people in um inspecting the code, inspecting what's being installed, how did that, what all did that require? Well, yeah, it does require certification. It does require experience, but my background and experience was being an electrical contractor, holding an electrical license, you know, certifications there with mm-hmm. the state. Uh, and I always think that any of our trades, if it, you know, if they have to be tested and certified on that, they're pretty capable of understanding what codes are and while we have them, they know how to use code books and things. But actually, when I came on board with the city of Tuscaloosa, I had like four certifications that were required for the job. You had to get two the first year, and then they give you a year for each one of those, so you could still do your job on that. Mm-hmm. But actually, I had a uh, building official that was there I was working under who was a mentor to me on that. He told me to get all I wanted to get. I want you to be prepared for this position because I'm going to retire one day. Mm-hmm. So he was preparing me the whole time I was there. 
And I actually got 31 certifications in less than three years. Oh, my got, goodness. I had my Master Code Professional and CBO in less than three years. Oh, so, my goodness. Oh that my. is so inspiring to our listeners to hear that. That is that is awesome. And that's one of the things that I do. I, I try to mentor all the people that come through my department. Go get them because we're paying for them. They're yours. Right. And, you know, I'm trying to open doors for you down the road. You know, it's it's... I understand sometimes it's hard to encourage people on that kind of area where uh-huh. they got to study and take tests, you know, on that. But uh, a lot of people will say, well, you're just a good uh, test taker. No, I, I studied. I studied all these codes. And, and I learned the format of how they work, how to use the code books and things like that. Right. And I learned you don't have to know everything in the code. Correct. You just need to know how to find it. That's right. That's so. right. So... How many people would you say you've mentored over the years? It's been a few. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think you mentor in some way everybody you meet or work with to a point, and they mentor to you too. So, I mean, there's a swapping of back and forth of uh, information and learning things. And uh, uh, But uh, right now I'm in a deep need to do a lot of monitor, uh, mentoring with new employees coming in and Mm -hmm. trying to show them a career path and and get them motivated that they'll this is the field they want to be in this is a great profession oh it is i I agree someone who started at 22 now 22 22 years later i'm still here doing code profession um how did you get involved with the icc well, actually, when I first uh, when I started taking the exams and things like that, I had a great mentor, another uh, past president of ICC, uh, Jimmy Brothers. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. Everybody knows Jimmy Brothers. Uh, we we met at a conference like this, mm-hmm. and uh, we talked. And his wife's actually from Tuscaloosa, and we actually went to school together, oh, same okay. high school, and everything. So. Uh, that's how me and Jimmy got together. He mentored all me the year. He's the one that got me involved in ICC. Actually, I started with the state um, COAA, Code of Fish Association of Alabama, uh, helping them, worked out, got on the, their directors, their board, mm-hmm. uh, served as their uh, on the executive board and then the president there. Went on from there to the Region 9, uh, served as a director for Alabama for Louisiana and Florida and Mississippi, which is Region 9. And later was president through the executive board on that. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of got to the end of that, and it just looked like that uh, I was served on the uh, uh, building officials membership committee with ICC, I've served on the nominating committee, uh, got to know a lot of people and stuff like that. I was also the uh, Code Official of the Year in 2011 for the International Code Council, which which was uh, shocking and amazing to me uh, for for a young guy that uh, comes out of the West Tuscaloosa (laughs) and the swamp area over there. And I said, you know, who who am I to be uh, nominated? So, but uh, that seemed like the most logical step was to run for the board. And uh, I've been there almost 10 years Mm -hmm. and it's... uh, it's been a great time. The greatest thing about it is why am I on that board? It's because I'm passionate about what I do. I'm passionate about building codes. I'm passionate about building safety. But I'm also passionate about the construction engine and the people that we work with. So trying to find that happy medium all the time. I want to do something good. Uh, you know, most people say everybody wants to leave a legacy, but I don't look at it that way. You know, this is just something that I want to do in life, and I want to 
leave something behind and, and lead somebody else in that direction. Wow, that is a great model to have and for our listeners to hear. You know, you talk about what it meant for you to serve in ICC and how you got involved in ICC. So I've asked all my interviewees this question is, what has been the most interesting code job you've participated in? The code job that I've been interested in? (laughs) Well, I kind of... Plan reviewing has kind of been a little thing at the office that I know how to do everything administratively and look at the coaches is learning how to pass that knowledge on. Mm -hmm. It's not an easy thing, but it is something that I'm doing now at my jurisdiction because we've had a lot of retirements. Yeah. And we're trying to bring people up, and I'm spending a lot more time in it than a building director probably should. Uh But, uh, uh, I have a passion to see somebody do well in that. So that's what I've been enjoying right now the most. Okay. Um, Where do you see the future of the code profession going? I think it will always be there. Okay. I think we've got a lot of work to do. I think we've done a lot of great things in the code profession. Uh, We've got to find a path that creates an interest to people out there that want to be in this profession to do something. I know there's a lot of things that need to be worked on. We know a lot of it has to do with salaries and things like that versus right. the private industry. That's true. Private industry pays so much, pays a lot more in a lot of our jurisdictions, but the benefits a lot of times the jurisdictions have are great. Right. Uh, it's a great career, and if they can come in and get their foot in the door and move up and, you know, if they can follow the path that I've followed, I have no complaints. You right. Know, if they could do that. I mean, uh, but... Uh, for the future, it's, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of challenges that uh, we're going to have to deal with. Well, that brings me to my next question. What are some of the challenges that you see well, in our the profession? The biggest challenge I see right now is a lot of jurisdictions are having a need for plan reviewers. Mm-hmm. And uh, we also see where the private industry has stepped up and are doing a lot of plan reviews for jurisdictions. We also see a lot of the private industry kicking in now doing inspections for a lot of the uh, municipality and county commission governments and state governments and things like that. So uh, uh, the future of the jurisdiction is just, uh, it'll always be there, but how they do business may change on that. And we have to be adaptable and acceptable to change in order to meet the needs out there. That's right. Um, what? Are, how do you feel technology is also going to play a role in that? Technology showed us a lot back in the COVID pandemic, so mm-hmm. that's uh, it shows us we could do a lot of things that mm-hmm. we wasn't that was out of the norm. Right. And uh, it shows that we, if we put our mind to it, we can do a lot of things we need to do differently. And I, I think it's, uh, I think that was one of the good things that come out of the pandemic. And uh, technology is going to play a part. You got the software, you've got the trucks, you got where they can print stuff, the communication, mm-hmm. uh, you know, instead of by verbal mouth, you know, a lot of it's texting now, emailing, right. whether, Hey, I just got through your job to get a text. It's good. I think it's great. Uh, but you know, if we can entertain the younger generation, uh, to take on these jobs and, and look at these careers, they're already pre-trained in a lot of this yes. technology where people like me, you know, we're, 
we come from the old other school, world, right? Old world, you know, pencil, paper, That's right. and stuff like that. That's so. right. I got to see it in writing. And a lot of these young people are just like, well, I'll just send it to you in writing in the text. Yeah. And, you know, we just have to be adaptable, like you said. That's right. Um, what would be your advice to anyone looking for a mentor out there to get into this field? For anybody getting in this field, uh, you're talking about somebody seeking a mentor? Yes, seeking. I would say, depending on where you're at, what you want to do, go to your local building department. Uh, Talk to the chief building official, director, or whatever, about Mm -hmm. what the future is in their jurisdiction, what do they know about ICC. I would also have them contact ICC, get involved with ICC Mm -hmm. on that. I think... think they can find a mentor, somebody that will take me in. If they can show enough interest, mm-hmm. if somebody shows you enough interest, you know, people like me will show interest back and, and try to become a mentor. That is awesome. Um, so, Alan, can you tell everyone, everyone how to get in contact with you if they have any questions or want to have any follow-up discussions with sure. you? Sure. They can contact me in a little town called Tuscaloosa, Alabama. <laughs> Population 150,000 <laughs> with about 40,000 of that Be in the school, yeah. And has a little football team known as Crimson Tide. I'm down in City Hall on, on University Boulevard. So, uh, yeah, they can contact me by email at aboswell at tuscaloosa.com or they can call uh, my number, which is 205-248-5114. I'd be glad to talk to them. Well, thank you, Alan. I appreciate your time. Thank you for giving our listeners a wealth of information of your 24 years in the business. Um, This is Christina Jackson, the VBCOA Education Chair, and this has been a VBCOA podcast, a Building Code Geeks podcast.